Welcome, my horror fans, to another episode of Horror Movies and Scary Stories, where actors, along with special effects and creepy music, bring my screenplays to life. Now, tonight's episode is titled Mommy Deadest, and the logline for this is After the passing of their mother, the Ravis family will learn that there's more to life after death, and those that return have a story to tell. And without further ado, let me introduce our wonderful actors for tonight. We have Christian Alexander Morgan as Gabriel Ravis, Buddy Campbell as Joel Ravis, Brandon Lee as Alec Ravis. We also have Kimberly Garza as Scarlett, and I'm Tracy Jules, your writer, narrator, and creator of this podcast. Enjoy, folks. It's mid-morning at a cemetery. A group of mourners stand facing a row of tombstones, a fresh grave at their feet. A wreath is draped with a swag. It reads mother and wife across it. The mourners begin to filter out. Joel Ravis, 40s, nearest the grave, is a tall, robust man. His hands reveal years of manual labor. He watches the group behind him leave, nodding to them as they pass. His son Gabriel stands nearby. He's 20s, fit, and heartbreak streaks across his face. He holds it together for his little brother, who he holds his hand. Alec, 12. Precocious, yet still innocent to the world around him. Joel reaches for Gabriel's shoulder, but when his hand lands on its target, he pulls away sharply. Gabriel leads Alec away. Joel feels the emptiness of this moment. He follows his children's exit, feeling defeated. Inside the Ravis home, Joel enters the front door, stepping back to allow his children to enter in front of him. He follows with words trying to fall from his lips, but he fails. Not a word exits his mouth. Gabriel watches his little brother closely. He looks solemn at him. Alec, how are you doing, little man? I'm good. Alec thinks about this for a moment. Gabe? Yes, little man? First... Stop calling me little man. I'm getting bigger. And are all funerals this sad? Joel's shoulders drop, but Gabriel takes control. They can be sad, but in different cultures they celebrate their passing with a party. There are many ways to remember the life of the person that is gone. I'll always believe that mom is watching over us. We had time with her to say goodbye. But yes... They usually are very sad because we lost someone we love. I don't want to be sad anymore. Mom told me to be happy, that I have a lot to look forward to, that I have things to achieve. She was right, Alec, you do. Mom was always right. 
You know you can come to me anytime you need to talk, right? Alec nods. Joel fumbles his hands in an empty gesture, trying to find words. Um, I, uh, well, that goes for you too, Gabe. I'm here for you. Gabriel's disgust of his father is evident. Daddy, 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 watch a movie with me. Please? Of course he will. Go load it up. Alec runs to the living room. Gabriel takes his shot. What? Don't like being the only parent now? You've got something better to do than spend time with your youngest child? Or do you have a hot date? Gabe, please. Kind of like when you cheated on mom. Which is it? Cheating? Child. Cheating? Gabe, please. Can't decide. You're never going to win husband of the year cheating on your sick wife. So maybe you can try to do the right thing and parent Alec. After all, I leave for school soon. I'm putting in John Wick. Again. Daddy will be happy to watch whatever movie you want, Alec. Yes, as soon as I make a few phone calls, Alec, I have to check in. For Christ's sakes, Joel. You just lost your wife. This is how you want Alec to remember this day? The day we buried our mother? Gabriel takes his chilly attitude upstairs. Joel is deflated. Another moment he failed to make right. Dad, hurry! It's starting! You can't miss the puppy scene this time! Coming, son! Want some popcorn? We fade to later that night. Inside Joel's bedroom, he paces back and forth, talking on the phone. I, uh, I just wanted to thank you for your concern. As we move into the game room, Gabriel has his headset on. His TV is alive with an active game in the middle of a fight sequence. Motherfuckers! Did you see that shit? <laughs> Inside Alec's bedroom, he sleeps in his bed. A dark shadow passes by his curtain that barely throws light into his room. It vanishes into the darkened corner. He rolls to his side and snuggles his pillow. Next to his bed is a ghostly aura of a figure that begins to rise. It creeps up against his bed, its body reeling back and forth, until it begins to solidify. Inside the game room, Gabriel is jamming on his handset in a fighting scenario. A shrill scream from Alec echoes throughout the house. He does not hear it and continues to play. Inside Joel's bedroom, he has his back to the bedroom door, his TV's on, and he's still on the phone. You won't talk to me, still. I, I can't get through to him. I, I, I've tried, I've... Joel, he's still a kid. He's his door handle turns ever so slightly. But it's locked and it stops. Back in the game room, Alec bursts through the door, getting Gabriel's attention. Alec is terrified. Whoa, Alec, what the? Hey, Brandon, gotta go, dude. Gabriel removes his headset and stands up. Alec falls into him. Hey, little man, what's wrong? You okay? I'm scared, Gabe. Mommy tried to touch me. What? What did you just say? Gabe moves back, coming down to Alec's level. Alec, it's okay. Mommy would never hurt you, ever. I'm sure it was just a bad dream. 
It wasn't a dream. I felt something push against my bed, and when I opened my eyes, she was standing there and reached for me, to grab me. She tried to grab me and drag me away. I know it. I screamed and moved as fast as I could. I got out of there. Alec, it had to be a dream. Mommy would never. No, she was there. She tried to grab me, but I got away. It was real. I tell you, real. Okay, it's okay. I'm here. I'm here. It's gonna be okay. Come with me. Just outside of Joel's door, Gabe tries the handle. It's locked. He uses a knife to open it and finds Joel on the phone. Your son came to you and your door was locked. Sandy, I gotta go. Oh, you've gotta be kidding me. Mom isn't in the ground one day and you're hooking up with her? Are you fucking serious I, right now? I, Seriously? It's not that. You son of a... She called. Gabe, that's bad language. I'm sorry, Alec. I didn't mean for you to hear that. I meant for him to she hear it. She called to say how sorry she was. Save it, Joel. While you were on the phone with your ex-lover, or can I assume your current lover, your son tried to come to you for comfort, but you weren't there for him. Again, your door was locked. Tell him what happened. Alec, you okay? What happened? Mommy tried to touch me. She scared me. What? Exactly. He had a nightmare, came to you, and you weren't there for him. But wait for it. You were on the phone with her. Her! Your door locked. Alec came to you first, but you locked your door so you could talk to her. Joel knows he can't win this fight with his son. He bends to Alec. Alec, I am so sorry. I thought you were sleeping. I won't lock my door anymore, I promise. Now please tell me what happened. I really want to know. Gabriel Gabe, walks sorry. out. It won't happen again. He looks at Alec. You want to stay in here tonight? Alec nods. Okay, tell me all about it. It's okay. I'm better now. I talked to Gabe about it and he's sure it was just a dream. Alec heads towards his father's bed as Joel walks to close the door. And don't hug the covers this time, Daddy. This brings a small smile to his face, something he hasn't done lately. It surprises him. Mommy always said that very same thing. The door clicks shut. We fade to. Gabriel is in the game room, sleeping in his chair, his television screen frozen. A shadow crosses his face. A chill sets in the air, revealing his breath. He stirs, reaching for a blanket for warmth. There's movement in the room. Gabriel awakens, looking at the frozen TV screen. He turns it off and heads out of the room. As he exits, his mother's ghost reaches for him. Her hands just miss him as he leaves. She fades into the darkness. Gabriel walks to his bedroom. He turns to close his door, and his mother's ghost begins to appear, her body breathing in and out of focus until she becomes more solid. 
She is appearing decayed more than when she visited Alice. The vision frightens him as her hand reaches for him. He falls back onto the floor, slamming the door closed with his foot. He scrambles to get onto his feet, gasping for air. Inch by inch, he approaches his door, his heart pounding, his chest heaving. His hand reaches for the handle when it begins to turn before he touches it. Go away! The handle stops moving. Gabriel, now confused with his choice of words, inwardly fights with himself. Why did I say that? Mom? I'm sorry. He reaches for the door handle and rips it open. She's gone. He steps into the hallway. Holy shit, did that actually just happen? Mom? I'm sorry you scared me. Mom? He shakes his head and enters his room, cautiously looking around him. That can't be real. Inside the kitchen the next morning, Joel is busy flipping pancakes, proud of himself. Gabriel enters dressed and ready for the gym, but very tired. Look, Gabe, Dad makes pancakes. I see that, Alec. Joel turns with a big smile. Hey, good morning, Gabe. He notices Gabriel looks exhausted. Late night gaming? Alec gets up and runs to his room. The men are silent as Gabriel makes himself a protein shake. Joel wants to say something, but he cannot find the words. He places some pancakes on a plate. Well, there's extra if you... Gabriel shakes the protein shake loud to drown out his father. When Gabriel finishes, Joel tries again. I want to thank you for what you did last night for your brother. Exactly. Did it for Alec, not you. Gabriel leaves. You going to work after the gym? Still, thank you, Gabe. His words fall on silent ears. Alec enters the room again and takes his seat. I had to poop. (laughs) These are the best pancakes, Daddy. Joel smiles, hiding his real pain from his son, Alec. Later that day, outside of the Ravis' home, Gabriel parks and exits his car, dressed in his scrubs. A pretty neighborhood girl, Scarlett, 18, sees Gabriel and waves. Oh, hey, Scarlett. How's it going? Oh, good. You just getting home from work? Yeah, busy day. How about you? Oh, just headed to Lauren's house. You want to join us? We're going to watch this new show on Netflix. Uh, you know, that sounds good, but... I'm going to hit the shower and go to bed. I couldn't sleep last night. Oh, I hate those nights. 
A figure gets Scarlett's attention standing in the upstairs window. It is Gabriel's mother. Scarlett waves, and his mother waves back. Hi, Miss Revis. Gabriel turns to see who she waved at, but the window is empty. Who? Who did you wave to? Oh, your mom. She was standing in the window on the second floor, so... Scarlett stops talking when she notices Gabriel's face. What? Just now. My mother? What? You saw my mom in the window. Yeah, she was standing in that window right there. She points, and he looks. She gets it now. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. It must have been someone else. Gabe, I'm so sorry. I said it was your mom. Scarlett, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We buried her yesterday. It's all so... unreal. I know. I'm truly sorry. It's awkward for a hot moment. Anyway, I, uh, gotta hit the shower, you know? Oh yeah, no problem. Maybe next time? Yeah, next time. See you, Scarlet. Uh, bye, Gabe. Scarlet feels horrible when she looks back at Gabriel entering his home and sees his mother appear again. Scarlet turns quickly, terrified. Inside the Ravis home, Gabriel walks to the front door, passing his father, who is working in the front office. Gabriel says nothing to his father. He removes his shoes and heads upstairs. Oh, hey. Saw you talking to Scarlett. So how is she? How'd work go today? Joel exits the office, looking for his son, only glimpsing his feet disappearing up the stairs. He sighs. Gabriel stops at the top of the stairs, out of his father's view. He stands still. Appearing behind him and out of focus is his mother's ghost. He turns to the window where Scarlet saw her, but he sees nothing. The ghost's hands begin to reach for him from behind. He shrugs off the chill of what he feels and walks to his room. Again, He is just out of her grasp. Later that night, inside Alec's bedroom, he sleeps in his bed when the dark shadow creeps in, moving towards him. Restless, Alec tosses side to side. He hears a long creak, and it wakes him. His eyes bulge. He looks in all directions, then sits straight up. Something moves to his right, gradually. He turns his head to see his mother reaching for him. He screams, fumbling to get out of bed as he runs out of the room.
Inside Gabe's bedroom, he's softly playing the guitar when the door handle begins to move. At first, he doesn't notice it. The door drifts open. It creaks. A presence enters his room, creeping up behind him. It stops right behind him. A hand reaches for his back. He digs into the beat of the rift. Suddenly, that hand is upon him, making him jump. (gasps) He turns, scared, and sees nothing, then looks down. He breathes a sigh of relief. Mommy tried to touch me again, Gabe. Alec, you scared me. She almost got me, Gabe. It's okay. I got you. He bends to hug Alec. It's okay. I'm here. It's so, so, she, she scares me, Gabe. She doesn't look like herself anymore. It's so scary. He doesn't know what to say. He thinks about this. You can stay in my room tonight. Would you like that? That would be so cool, Gabe. Not as scary as my room right now. You don't hog the blankets like Daddy, do you? No. No. I don't hog blankets, little dude. He walks to his door to close it, but he looks out both ways first, then takes in a deep, releasing breath. Later that night, inside Gabe's bedroom, he gets up to use the bathroom. Before he opens his door, He looks at his brother, sleeping soundly. Gabe opens his door and steps out into the hallway when he feels a heavy presence behind him. He stops and takes in a deep breath, and he can see his exhale. He turns slowly to see his mother standing there, her head down her hair covering her face. As her head begins to lift, Gabriel stands shocked. Quickly, she reaches for his arms, grabbing both of them. He cannot break free. As she lifts her face, her decay is becoming hideous. Gabriel tries to break free. He begins to shake and shudder under the relentless grip of the vision she begins to show him. Gabriel's mother brings him into a flashback. He is watching his mother in her bedroom. She is ill, lying in bed, when her nurse, Kadrina, in her 30s, comes in to care for her. Kadrina, you have been so helpful to me in my time of need. You do know that I left you $4,000 in my will when I pass away. His mother reaches for her television remote when Kadrina lifts a pillow, placing it over his mother's head and pushes down hard, holding her down as she fights as much as she can against the stronger, younger woman. Kadrina positions herself over his mother so she doesn't lash out. Eventually, His mother stops struggling, and Kadrina removes the pillow, his mother's face frozen, gasping for air. Kadrina fluffs the pillow, then leaves. Then, in the vision, 
his mother shows Kadrina and Joel finding the mother in her deathbed, his father nearly falling to his knees as Kadrina runs to his mother's side. As Gabriel comes out of the flashback, he falls to the floor, trembling, trying to reconcile what he just witnessed. His mother then whispers to him. He looks up, but she has vanished. Gabriel falls hard against the wall, stunned. The very next morning, Joel is in the kitchen scrambling eggs. Alex sits at the island when Gabriel enters the kitchen. Joel watches his son, who looks exhausted. Alec, why don't you go play my character? I set the game up. What? Really? Can I? Yes, of course. I set it up for you. Woohoo! He immediately leaves the stool, and the men take a moment. Late night? No. Alec told me he woke you up. I'm sorry about that. He said his mother tried to touch him again. I'll call a psychiatrist today and that's not, I made sure that my door was unlocked all night. Dad, that's not. I don't know why he keeps saying his mother's trying I to I said touch that's him. not. Dad. I do appreciate you comforting him in this. Dad. It's so upsetting that he keeps thinking that his mother's ghost is. Dad. Dad. Wait. You just call me dad. Joel freezes. I know. But you haven't called me that in months. Dad. Joel snaps back. Mom isn't just trying to touch Alec. I saw her. Scarlet saw her, and now she... She touched me last what? night. What? There's... There's something she showed me, and... And I don't know if it's... He looks at his father with fear, but knows he needs to tell this story. She came to me last night. What? Last night? Not just last night, but the night before. She... But she showed me something when she touched me last night. Like she had to touch me for me to be able to see it. Something I have to tell you. And it won't be easy to hear. Joel is beside himself. Then Joel freezes. I don't think I understand. Dad, stop. Just listen to me. His son is talking to him. He will listen to anything he has to say at this point. She... She grabbed me. Both arms. She grabbed me and showed me something. What, son? I don't think I understand. Stop and listen, will you? I'm sorry. Yes, yes, please. Please go on. Last night, I was going to use the bathroom when I felt this darkness. So I turned, and there was Mom, plain as day, and this time, she grabbed me and she showed me... She showed me... her death. I'm sorry, son. No, you don't get it. She showed me that Katrina killed her. What? Listen, I don't know. It's what she showed me. That Katrina put a pillow over her face and smothered her to death because Mom was leaving her $4,000 in her will for taking care of her. What? I'm telling you. How do you know about the will? She told me in that vision. What? Are you kidding? Is this for real? 
God damn it, Dad. Yes. Yes, it's real. Joel falls back in shock. What? What is it? Joel sits quiet for a moment. And then... I never checked the camera. What? The camera. What camera? I put Alex baby cam, the teddy bear, in our room when she came home to die so that... He looks at Gabriel. Don't judge me. I just needed evidence that she died of natural causes because... Fucking affair? It was one time. One time! And I'm sorry. Stop. What about the goddamn camera? Joel runs for the bedroom. Gabriel follows closely. Inside Joel's bedroom, he walks up to his TV, where the bear sits innocuous. He lifts it up and looks at his son. Do it. Load the footage. We fade to later that day. The men watch the footage of Kadrina putting the pillow over his mother's face. That is exactly what I saw. The exact same vision. I I can't believe it. Katrina runs out, and that comes back in with Joel. What did she say to you to get you in the bedroom? She ran to him and said, Mister, Mister, come see. It was, she was chaotic. I mean, it was all chaotic. I never questioned it. Never looked at footage. Didn't think I needed to. What do you think now, Dad? Huh? What? Joel looks at his son with sincerity. I'll make this right. Joel ejects the clip, takes it, and leaves his room. We fade to a little later. In the foyer of the Ravis house, Gabriel watches his father pull out of the driveway. A world of confusion, pain, and fear cross his face. He hears his brother playing his game upstairs, so he heads up there. Later that day, night has fallen. Joel enters through the front door, exhausted. Yay! Daddy's home! Alec runs to his father, hugging him. His dad shows him a bag of Whataburger, and Alec grabs it and runs off. So? What happened at the police station? They brought Katrina in for questioning, and she admitted to murdering your mother for the insurance money. She said she needed it to pay bills, but they... Discovered she bought other things based on what she was going to receive from your mother's death. Uh, uh, Are you fucking kidding me? She actually killed mom for fucking $4,000. Look, I know, son. I know. Please don't tell me they're going easy on her because mom was already dying of cancer. (laughs) No, Gabe. They charged her with first-degree murder. It was absolutely premeditated. Gabe moves forward and fully hugs his father. Joel almost cries, but holds back. He is trying to be strong. Gabriel pulls away. Thank you, Dad. Thank you for believing me. And Alec. I'm just glad this came to light. I wish I saw her. Just one more chance to say I'm sorry. Gabriel reaches a hand to his dad and grabs his forearm. She knew. She let you back in. She never would have done that if she didn't forgive you. I forgive you now. Joel lights up, but tries to control his true emotions. There's a long road ahead, son, and I'm here for you. Gabriel begins to walk upstairs. Not too long, Dad. Thank God you had that footage. 
Yes, but still, we both watched your mother's murder. Are you okay? I mean, seriously. Are you okay having seen that? Mom showed me. She wouldn't have done that if she didn't think I couldn't handle it. He smiles at his father, then continues upstairs. Joel walks into the kitchen. He smiled at me, Maria. He smiled at me. God, I miss you. And I hope you forgive me. A soft light illuminates the room. Then vanishes. We fade to black. Ooh, could you imagine if that really happened? Now, folks, you need to stay tuned because my next episode that's being released is titled Pieces, and I'm being told that this is my scariest screenplay to date. Tune in soon, and stay scared, my friends. Stay scared.